Welcome back to Digital Shop Talk, the podcast. I am one of your Location 3 co-hosts, Josh Allen. Really thrilled today to be joined by none other than Paul Rocchio of the International Franchise Association. Had a long-term relationship with Paul and his team at the IFA. We're getting ready for convention, so super pleased to have him as a guest on the podcast today. Paul, it's great to talk to you again. Josh, my friend, my man, how are you, man? Um, good, good. Getting ready soon? for San Diego. Yeah, we're yes. excited to. We're getting some snow in Denver, and I'm waiting for <laughs> the warm weather and some palm trees. Um, and excited to see you and see the team. At yeah, IFA. likewise, how, man. How are and, things and with you guys? Everything's rocking and rolling. This is, uh, you know, this is the best time of year for us. You know, the, you know, yep. of course, I'm biased, but you know, the IFA convention is the premier franchising event for the year. And this is the time we get to see. And spend time with close to four thousand, you know, of our of our members and myself and and the rest of the staff, led by our president and CEO Matt Haller. We are we're all there to 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 make sure and provide concierge service to all the attendees uh, to make sure uh, you have an awesome experience. Um, I love it. You know, it's funny. I mean, you know, I've been with IFA. Not that I'm counting, but next month <laughs> will be twenty three years. Oh and- man. And somebody asked me recently, how many conventions have you been to? And I said, I've actually never attended the IFA convention. Um, <laughs> I, I make it an awesome experience, or at least I try to, for everybody who does attend. And it's true. I mean, you know, I've attended, I've attended, you know, multi-unit a bunch of times, but uh, but uh, really don't attend the IFA convention. But you, you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, no, you wear a lot of hats. And, and honestly, yeah. to your point, it's one of our, probably our favorite event throughout the year. We always... It's always around the same time as the Super Bowl. We joke that it's kind of the Super Bowl in franchising because (laughs) of the work that you guys do and and how big it is and how um, great the agenda is, great the content is. It's just, and then the obvious thing, which I think we're probably all looking forward to a bit more this year than even years past, is just getting a chance to see some familiar faces and meet some new ones uh, back in person once again. So awesome. I know. Exactly. Tell me, um, for those you know listening today, who may be either you know loosely familiar with the IFA or just learning about the IFA, you know, give me your sense and, and your perspective on what the mission of the International Franchise Association is. Oh, yeah, excellent question. So, um, IFA was founded, believe it or not, by Bill Rosenberg, the founder of Dunkin' Donuts, and a few other you know founding folks of, of franchise brands back in the you know very late. 50s, um, but they founded IFA in 1960 to promote, protect, and enhance franchising, uh, not just domestically, but really globally. So again, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we are the truly the, the voice of franchising. And like any trade association, especially, you know, the ones based here in Washington, D.C., you know, we, we protect the business format franchise model. You know, we are the, mm-hmm. the lobby shop for, for franchising. I mean, we all know franchising is heavily regulated, federal, state, and, and, and regulatory side, but, um, you know, so, you know, we have a seasoned team of government relations professionals that are making sure that, uh, there are no onerous bills being introduced to affect the business format franchise model. So, you know, franchisors and franchisees and and even suppliers like yourself who have a lot of clients in the franchise space, you know, we all want to make sure that that we're protecting that model so everybody involved with that business model could continue to grow and thrive 
and not have to worry about any onerous legislation laws that are being introduced. And right. so that that is, you know, is really the, the primary focus as to why IFA was founded to begin with. But, you know, we also, again, only, you know, promote our members. I mean, listen, we're a voluntary membership organization. Do you right. need to be a member of IFA to be a successful franchisor, franchisee, you know, or a supplier, you know, v- vendor in the space? No, but I like to think, you know, our members are expected to abide by and adhere to the code of ethics. And so I like to think our members, you know, are the cream of the crop when it comes to to franchising. I mean, we all know that there's, you know, over 300 different verticals, lines of business that use the business format franchise model as a means of distribution and growth. I mean, it's funny, we we don't like to say franchising is an industry because it really isn't. It's like 300 different industries, if you will. For lack of a better term, it's an industry, right? But Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, again, we only promote those folks who are members. So we only, you know, allow members to be listed on our website. We only allow members to be listed in our printed guide. If we're contacted by local or national media, as we are on a daily, weekly basis, you know, we only, you know, we'll shine the light on on those brands that that are members of IFA. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, you know, on the enhanced side uh, or the education side, that's like the primary thing really at the end of the day that that we do, uh, regardless of your maturity level within franchising, you know, whether you're you're a multi-unit, multi-branded franchisee with thousands of employees or a startup or an emerging brand uh, wanting to learn best practices and, and understand and learn from folks who have been up the ladder before them. You know, at the end of the day, we we educate our members. We help continue to educate our members because franchising is always changing and always evolving. And of course, you know, we have our certified franchise executive program. I like to refer to it as, uh, you know, getting an, uh, not really an MBA in franchising, but getting a, a master's degree, if you will, in franchising. It's a certification program, obviously, but mm-hmm. I am a CFE, uh, though I'm a, I am an association hack. Uh, you know, <laughs> like to call hey, myself- listen, I'm going to do a, a shameless self plug here. I earned my CFE. I, I, I get to cross the stage at graduation here in a week or so. Hey, congratulations, um, so- dude. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Good for Thanks. you, man. I, Good for you. Great, no, seriously. Great program. Great. Great program. You know, it is. It is. And, and you know, I mean, listen, I'm, I like to say I'm a recovering lobbyist. I mean, <laughs> I moved to D.C. to get my master's degree in, at GW in political management, worked on Capitol Hill got involved in the association world, went from the chemical manufacturers to the retail industry leaders association, doing primarily state government relations work, moved over to IFA, uh, doing some federal lobbying, but really to build the political grassroots program. And, and then about two years into my, into my stint at IFA, just kind of got fed up with the whole lobbying piece. And um, Mm -hmm. I really fell in love with franchising, fell in love with working with all these entrepreneurs and just, you know, you know, there's, you know, we're not reliant on any one industry. It's so many different industries. And, and uh, our CEO at the time, um, you know, a position opened up in our, on, on the membership team. And, and I knew I'd be changing my career. Just didn't think I'd be hanging my hat here for, you know, 23 years. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, it's not every day you get to wake up and just kind of love your job and love what you do. And, you know, I, I do. And, you know, I, I, I enjoy working for all of you guys, you know, all of our members, yep. franchisors, franchisees, and suppliers. That's awesome. I, you know, fast forwarding to 2022, a lot's happened over the last couple of years. How is the IFA with all, all you've kind of discussed kind of 
how the IFA has come along since its inception, right? How, how specifically over the last two years with everything that's kind of gone down as a result of this dreaded C word that I won't mention, um, <laughs> how has the IFA evolved? I know there's, you know, we've participated in the obvious things like virtual events and conferences, you know, membership adjustments. I'm curious to kind of get your take on how you've seen the organization evolve. Have you seen membership grow? And, and if so, is it at the franchisor level, the Z level, the supplier level, or, or across the board? What are your thoughts? Listen, excellent question. First and foremost, and I'll continue to uh, you know, pat my colleagues down the hall uh, on our government relations team. They were directly responsible for the franchising community to have easy access to PPP funds mm-hmm. and really to everything else that was made a affordable to everyone through the CARES Act and ongoing. At the end of the day, as we all know, politics, you know, as much as I hate to say it, it's all about gaining access to the the movers and the shakers, the legislators. And, you know, we have a very robust uh, political action committee. And, you know, regardless of your politics, um, at the end of the day, we need to continue to have a strong pack because of our strong political action committee. We had a seat at the table when the CARES Act was being drafted. And because of that, franchising was written into it. And because of that, everybody in the franchising community had, for the most part, easy and quick access to PPP funds. So right there, um, you know, for those of you huge convention or for those of you who are members of IFA, and if you have no clue what a what Fran PAC is or what a political action committee is, happy to educate you on it um, or put you in touch with my colleagues here at IFA who can educate you on it. We have a lot of different ways to get involved in it. Um, you could do a dollar a day, which is a 365 club. So it's $365. You know, listen, it's all regulated by the Federal Election Commission, FEC. Um, it's all personal funds. You can't use corporate funds unless you have a corporate PAC. You could do a PAC-to-PAC contribution. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, personal funds, it's capped at $5,000. Um, so you could do you know, a dollar a day. We have other options. But you know, a lot of folks just do a dollar a day. I, I do a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's the least I could do um, because at the end of the day, franchising puts food on my table. You know, so over the past two years, that was paramount. That was above and beyond anything else. That was what resonated the most with our members. A close second to that was all of the ongoing communications we did for our members, all the webinars we did Mm -hmm. for our members. At the time, uh, March of 2020, myself, and at the time, my, my new boss, our chief revenue officer, Jennifer Brandine, she had just started at IFA right before our convention then. We were at a conference. We got back from that conference right when everything was, you know, starting to hit the fan, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and it was uh, like March 16th, if I remember correctly, was a was a, a Monday or it was. Uh, I think you're and, right. I think that's right. And, we were and last it, it was either. Yeah. It, yep. And we were. You know, we were at this conference, a lot of CEOs were there, and everybody was getting more and more concerned. We got back to the office and we quickly realized we need to we need to put together a webinar series. She and I stayed here until midnight on a Monday, putting together a whole series of topics 
And then we quickly rolled out our first webinar, which was government relations related. But then following that, and then we were doing like three, almost three webinars a day for, it seemed like months. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, I was, you know, c- kind of hosting a majority of them, but at one, at one point I felt like we were doing too, too many, but I'm, I'm telling you, um, the franchisee community loved it. The franchise yeah. work community loved it and the supplier community loved it. And, and that's what we did. And, and we did that and, until we got to the point where, you know what, we don't need to, we don't need to do these ongoing webinars, you know, but we did them for months. It seemed like, it seemed like it lasted almost a year almost, but I'll tell you, that is what we did. You know, I try not to say pivot, but we pivoted. We had to um, both on the government relations side, but also, you know, on what we were going to do and provide to our members. And, you know, we even, you know, last year, listen, I, I think it's safe to say we are, everybody's fed up with virtual, right? Mm-hmm. I, I the virtual world is always going to, there's always going to be a component of the virtual world, but we all miss face-to-face interaction. Um, franchising, as we all know, is truly a relationship business. And I think a group of us, there are some of us who started, you know, going back and, uh, you know, attending meetings, you know, late summer, early fall of last year. But for so many folks that I've been chatting with uh, leading up to our convention coming up next week, this is going to be the last thing they attended was the IFA convention in 2020. And the first thing they're going to attend is the IFA convention in San Diego next week. And I'm a it, member of that group. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so, so that, you know, there it is. I mean, it's like, it's amazing. And so there are so many people who just cannot wait to see one another. And listen, we all know it's a franchising. It's a, it's a relationship business, whether mm-hmm. it's between the franchisor, the franchisee, the franchisor, franchisee, and, and the supplier, of course, you know, the franchisee and, and their customers, it, it, it is just an ongoing relationship business. And, yep. and at the end of the day, I always tell people, uh, especially folks who, who are new members or, 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 or new vendors to IFA, you are going to walk away from the IFA convention with hundreds of new relationships. And through your membership and support and involvement in IFA, you will continue to grow those relationships. And I mean, from my vantage point, I just, I've seen this happen year over year. And so many of our members, even some of them that are competitors, have become very close friends, franchisors, franchisees, and suppliers. They travel with one another. They spend lots of time with one another. You know, this is truly, a, as we all say, the franchise family. This is truly a family. It, ju- it just is. It's, it's, yep. it's just a really fun, again, industry, if you will, to be a, to be a part of. Right, Josh? Yep, absolutely. Convention is going to be great. And to that point, seeing a lot of, of folks, you know, since many of us probably last saw each other in Orlando a few years back, it's going to be fantastic. Exactly. Uh, one- so, for, so for those folks, and let me just plug it, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Tell not, us about convention. Who are not registered for the convention or who are on the fence, we will be in San Diego, uh, February 26th through March 1st. We are on target to have about 3,200, between 3,200 and 3,500 attendees. There's 300 plus exhibitors. Uh, the exhibitors are folks like yourself, Location 3, and other vendors, some B2B franchise systems as well. And then the attendees are franchisors, franchisees, and suppliers. There's about 500, over a little over 500 franchisor brands uh, that are represented in, uh, in attending the convention. And then obviously suppliers and, and franchisees as well. 
Um, so we are we are just all very excited to you know start getting back into some face to face meetings at least with the with the IFA convention. Yeah, um, ab- absolutely. And we'll find you probably running around all over the place. We'll, as you'll always, a, you'll be a tough as man always. to track down, but I know you'll be everywhere at the same time. <laughs> I try to. I try to be. Yeah. Exactly. Um, really quickly before, because we only have a couple minutes here. Um, tell yes. me about, I know there's a lot on kind of the 2022 roadmap for IFA. We've talked about convention. Tell me a little bit more about this new initiative, Open for Opportunity, that you guys oh. have really rolled out. It's, well, it's, it's really encouraging and, and really exciting to, to, to see and, and want to learn more about it. Uh, most definitely. Um, you know, this was, uh, again, kind of the, the idea, if you will, uh, uh, Matt Haller. Uh, I've worked with Matt for a little over 10 years. He's held a couple of different roles here, most re- recently overseeing government relations. He he uh, took the helm as our president and CEO a few months back, and he has definitely hit the ground running. And uh, OFO, or Open for Opportunity, was one of his ideas. So it, it's really, it's, it's just going to be awesome. Again, you know, so many people don't understand franchise. They don't understand the business format franchise model. And in a way to celebrate and really elevate the franchise community and working closely with our, with the IFA foundation, we've launched a, a new multi-year purpose-driven campaign called open for opportunity. And, you know, we want everyone to really understand and know what the franchise model is that it, that, and that it's working because again, whether it's, you know, the legislators, the lawmakers, if you will, and then just the general public, people don't understand franchising. So this campaign is going to help people understand that the franchise model is working. It's working for families, for our neighbors and our communities. Franchising creates jobs in the communities. It creates wealth for the franchisees. It helps people realize really the American dream for people have never thought about, you know, going into business for themselves, but not by themselves. Franchising creates that, that realization that you could actually own your own business and replicate what other people have, have already done. So, you know, in conjunction with the launch of the campaign, uh, IFA and, and Oxford Economics released a first of its kind research report detailing the impact and importance of franchising in America. And thanks to, you know, to the survey responses of over like 4,000 franchise owners, the report, the value of franchising reveals how independent franchise owners are, are truly local business leaders who contribute to the economic growth, job creation, and charitable endeavors in the communities across this country. And you're gonna be hearing a lot about it at the convention. We're going to start doing a, a road show right after the convention. So for those of you who are coming to the convention, believe me, you're going to hear a lot about it. And if you want to get involved, please, you can stop by the IFA booth or reach out to you know myself or any of my colleagues at IFA. And we'll be, uh, we would love to get people as involved in that as possible. Awesome. Well, Paul, I'll come, I'll come up, I'll come off my soapbox, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. We love franchising. We're, we're a big part of this. And it's always good to hear directly from the source, all the things that uh, the IFA as an organization uh, on behalf of franchising is doing and um, always great to talk to you as well. I'm looking forward to catching you, you know, cruising around the exhibit hall and elsewhere and um, catching up, like we said, face to face in San Diego for the first time in a long time. 
You bet, Josh. Really looking forward to seeing you, my friend. And again, thanks for this opportunity and and, and thanks to Location3. You, you guys have always been a, a stellar valued member of IFA. Just can't thank you enough, Josh. And, and you're a good friend, buddy. So so thanks. Really looking forward to seeing you, my friend. Safe travel. Excellent. Thanks, Paul. Well, thanks, everybody. That wraps another episode of Digital Shop Talk. You can find Paul Rocchio at the IFA website, franchise.org, if you're interested in learning more about becoming a member, if you aren't already and you're in franchising, I highly recommend it. Uh, That will do it for us today. We will see you next time. Take care. Thanks, Josh. Bye. franchise franchise